Hey guys, this is Kyle. Uh, before we dive into today's show, just want to take a quick moment to acknowledge the passing of Mike Tagliere over the weekend. Uh, Tags was the lead writer over at Fantasy Pros, and if you've been on Twitter the last couple of days, you've seen the impact that he had uh, on this industry, but also on you know just on this game. And uh, you know, I don't know how much more I can say here that hasn't already been said on Twitter. Um, but I did have the pleasure of meeting Tags a couple of times, so I just felt like. Uh, I wanted just to, to share this with you guys that he was generally just a great dude and somebody that was extremely generous with his time. Uh, and I enjoyed my conversations with Mike and uh, to see, um, you know, just everything on Twitter over the last couple of days. It was really awesome uh, and just shows that life's a little bit bigger than this game of fantasy football. So if you have the means, I would truly appreciate it, too, that if you head over to Fantasy Pros at Fantasy Pros on Twitter, they started a GoFundMe page for Mike's family. Mike left behind two young kids and a wife, um, but he definitely left behind a legacy that is, again, much bigger than football. Uh, so uh, tags will be missed, uh, but I just want to take that quick moment here off the top. Smells like football, baby. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome into the Fantasy Football Smackdown. It is Tuesday, September 28th, and I'm getting you set for the waiver wire ahead of week four. You can follow me on Twitter at KyleMonth8 and appreciate you guys checking out all the Warzone Network content. Uh, it was another great week last week. I know waiver wire sniping had some really good, some good calls. So I'll take it. I'll take those wins when you get them, and we're going to talk about some of those names right here today uh, on this waiver wire show. Um, just want to remind you guys, subscribe wherever you're listening to this. If you're listening on the podcast, that's great. Wherever your uh, your podcast app of choice, stay subscribed for all the Warzone Network content. But again, highly encourage you guys to check out the YouTube channel as well. I know I wasn't a big YouTube guy. I get it. But Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern time, I was here last week with Dallas uh, for some start sits, and we got a ton of great questions. We want to make that very interactive with you guys, leaving comments and such. So 7 p.m. Eastern time. On YouTube, if you're subscribed, turn those notifications on. You'll be alerted of when we go live on Thursday nights. And then on Sunday mornings, Memphis has been doing uh, the Sunday school show, <laughs> uh, covering all the, the news leading up to kickoff. So, uh, again, if you're not already subscribed on YouTube, I highly encourage that. But uh, with that, let's just dive right into this thing. We're going to go through waiver wire ads uh, heading into week four. Per usual, my threshold is 50% ownership. Uh, but I'll note if there's a few guys that are right around that. I'm usually looking at Yahoo for this as well. So uh, off the top, my top three ads, regardless of position, we're going to dive into the rankings of each position, but top three ads, regardless of position, the top one for sure. in almost everyone's list is going to be Chuba Hubbard. Uh, he gets the Dallas Cowboys this week in week four, he's 25% owned and Christian McCaffrey. We're not sure exactly what his timetable is going to look like, but at least a couple weeks, he's going to be out. Hubbard saw the majority of the work there in that Carolina Panthers backfield. So, Royce Freeman is the other running back there. If you're in deeper leagues, you want to take a speculative ad on him and save your fab, then uh, that would be the other option. But I think Hubbard's going to be the guy. So he's the number one ad regardless of position. Number two on this list is Emmanuel Sanders coming off a two-touchdown game. He gets the Houston Texans in week four. He's 26% owned. And number three is Tim Patrick. All this dude does is put up solid fantasy performances. He's 23% owned. I'm not sure how much more I can talk about him on this show. Patrick's been a huge guy for me as far as encouraging people to pick him up. And he's been hovering right around that 20% ownership threshold for a while. So those are my top three this week. Hubbard, Sanders, Tim Patrick. Uh, so we're going to dive into the positions. Full clarification as well for you guys. Uh, I am recording this prior to 
the Monday night football game against the Cowboys and the Eagles. So if there's any impactful uh, injuries or, or performances from that game, adjust accordingly. If you're following me on Twitter at Kyle Monthate, I'll be posting there as well. But for now, uh, here's what we got. Uh, QBs going to start with the streamers, but just a couple names of note that are right around that 50% uh, threshold Derek Carr. This dude has been balling 24 fantasy points in like every game uh, so far this season. He has been a stud that uh, if that offense keeps clicking, you're going to want this guy on your team. He's only uh, 53% owned, which is nuts. And then Justin Fields, I know is extremely disappointing in, in that first game. He's 57% owned gets the lions this week. I'm not sure if I'm ready to start him yet, but I still want to stash him because what if they get him running, man, it's going to be a big deal. And I think people are going to be dropping fields more than adding. So keep an eye on him. All right, into the streamers, under 50% ownership. Number one is going to be Sam Darnold at Dallas. I'm a little bit concerned without CMC, but they still have enough weapons there to keep it rolling, and the Cowboys' defense is bad. Darnold's 22% owned. He's my top streaming option this week at the quarterback position. Number two is Jameis Winston. He's 46% owned, two-touchdown performance. He gets the Giants in week four. Uh, the problem is they just haven't thrown the ball a lot. 22 or fewer pass attempts in every game. Uh, that's it's just tough to trust, but I think he's your second best option if you're streaming QBs this week. Taylor Heineke at Atlanta is my number three quarterback. He's only six percent owned in both his starts. He has 24 fantasy points um, in each of those, so I think this is a game where he can again uh, have to throw the ball around quite a bit uh, on the road there in Atlanta and put up a decent fantasy day. Number four is Daniel Jones. Tougher matchup against the Saints. He's 45 percent owned. Started off really hot. Not a horrible game in week three, but not great either. Uh, he drops to number four in my streaming rankings at quarterback. And number five, there's just really nobody else. Um, but I'll go with Teddy Bridgewater. He didn't have to do anything against the Jets. They pretty much just got it done on the ground. Um, Bridgewater's 28% on. He's still at home against the Ravens. Um, so that should be an offense that he has to do a little bit more to keep pace with uh, than what we saw last week against the Jets. A stash candidate for me is still Trey Lance. His ownership continues to drop week after week. It's coming. You know, I know uh, Garoppolo didn't have a horrible game, but eventually I think they're going to take the look at, at the rookie. Uh, he's going to be starting 34% on you. If you're streaming and you have an extra roster spot, I'm totally fine stashing Trey Lance waiting for him to be named the starter. All right. Onto the running backs here. We got uh, two running backs that are right around that 50% threshold. Michael Carter, with Tevin Coleman out, we saw him more as the lead back. He was playing more on first and second downs. He's only 56% owned. I know it's the Jets. Their offense is pretty bad, but I still think Carter being at 56% owned, that's going to keep going up. And number two is Zach Moss. He went from healthy and active to backup role in week two to taking over as you know uh, the lead back, even though it was pretty even split between him and Singletary. But Moss is 54% owned, and he gets the Houston Texans this week. I think this should be a situation where Buffalo gets ahead and they can lean on this ground game a bit. So Zach Moss, 54% owned. Carter and Moss would be two guys just to double check your wire to see if they're available. All right, the sub 50% group. Hubbard, like I talked about off the top, 25% owned against the Cowboys. He was the primary back for the Panthers. Uh, Royce Freeman would be your other guy. He's not. He didn't make this list, um, but I'm just I'm going to mention him here with Hubbard as, at the number one spot. It gets ugly at running back. Number two is Peyton Barber, 20-plus carries last week in a great game script game for them after they battled back being down early against Miami. Uh, if Jacobs continues to be out, Barber is going to see at least you know 15 carries a game. He has 36 carries in those two starts as the as the rushing downs back. They're not using Kenyon Drake in that role. Barber gets the Chargers this week, who have given up a ton of rushing production through the first three weeks, and Barber's only 7% owned like like me, you know, I haven't believed either as the community. That's why he's still available in so many leagues, but definitely worth an ad. 
We're getting close to bye weeks too. So if you think you got enough depth, you probably don't. Uh, number three on this list is JD McKissick. Didn't have a great game, but you know, you just you you know what he's going to be doing. You know, Gibson's the back there, but if they get in a game where they're going to be playing from behind, then he's he's usable. Um, him and Gio Bernard are very similar in that the game script has to be uh, you know positive for them in order for them to see work. They're passing down backs only. McKissick thirty nine percent own. A few more guys that really uh, are just speculative injury ads. Uh, we saw Chris Carson deal with a hammy. Uh, so Alex Collins, he's the guy right now. If Carson missed any time, I'd be add, adding him. He's 1% owned, probably get him for free. And then, uh, James White went down in the game for the new England Patriots, Brandon Bolden. Yes. That guy, he just is always there as a special team ace. He's owned in zero leagues. Uh, he, he saw most of that work, but it was on the fly. So I'm not hundred percent sure who that running back is going to be. Um, but I expect James White to miss some time. J.J. Taylor, another guy 1% owned. Um, that uh, could be a speculative ad just to see who gets the James White role because uh, they did not trust Damian Harris with that after White went down early in that game on Sunday. Now, they're playing Tampa Bay. The Patriots are on Sunday night, if you haven't seen all those hundreds of commercials. Uh, so it's going to be a tough matchup against the Bucks. but those are just speculative ads right now, um, and we'll wait for more news on James White. All right, the more exciting position. This this one, there was honestly, there was a lot of names, but it, I, I trimmed it down to five uh, at the under 50% group and have deep league ads as well. So at the top, coming off two touchdowns, it's Emmanuel Sanders. Now, a lot of times when these guys hit, it's you kind of feel like you're chasing those points, right? But I don't feel that that's the case with Sanders. I've been talking about him on this show. He was on uh, near the top of my list too on waiver wire sniping just because this guy has been seeing looks. Yes, the touchdowns finally came this last week, but... Early on with Buffalo, he has six targets in every game. He's only 20 26% owned. They're going up against the Houston Texans, so this isn't one where they're going to be like in a shootout necessarily. But uh, if he gets, you know, it should be easy production while they're putting up their 30 points on the Texans. So Sanders, like I said, number two overall add this week behind Hubbard, um, but definitely at the top of my wide receiver list, 26%. Number two, not that far behind is Tim Patrick. Uh, the dude has double-digit fantasy points in half PPR in every single game. Had 90-plus yards this last week against the Jets. He's 23% owned. I mean, come on. The, the guy is uh, – he's a perfect wide receiver three, and you can still get him in a lot of leagues. Um, just plug him in there. Jerry Judy is probably going to still miss another month so we can ride this train while we got it. Number three on this list, don't forget – we're talking about a lot of Panthers on this show. They played on Thursday, so sometimes they get forgotten. Terrace Marshall uh, played just as much as Robbie Anderson on Thursday night. And with McCaffrey out, there's going to be more targets to go around. The Panthers also traded Dan Arnold this morning, uh, which we lose the Darnold to Arnold connection, which that's that's really it's going to really hurt us. Um, but uh, Marshall's only 14% owned. And he's, again, might get forgotten just because he played on Thursday. But this guy is definitely a priority ad for me if he's not already on your roster. Number four, Hunter Renfro. All the dude does is just keep putting up numbers. He has five catches in every game at least, 70-plus yards in two of three games. Uh, and he scored a touchdown on Sunday. He definitely, you know, as this Raiders offense is clicking, he's been a major benefactor, as has uh, Brian Edwards, who has 80-plus um, yards in both games. But I'm going to prefer Renfro just because I think the catches are a little bit safer there. Number five on this list is Elijah Moore. I cannot – I will continue to talk about this guy. Tell me, gives me a reason not to. Uh, he led the – he was tied with the team league in target, which was six. Uh, but he left the game with a concussion, so you got to monitor his status. But he gets Tennessee this week. He's 28% on that, continues to decline. Then he gets Atlanta in week five. So he's coming off really two tough matchups. The Jets had to play the Patriots and the Broncos. Now they're going into Tennessee-Atlanta 
um, back-to-back weeks. So if Moore can clear concussion protocol, again, I think he's the guy um, you know that you that you want as that number two option for the Jets. So I'm going to continue to talk about Elijah Moore at number five here. So again, Emmanuel Sanders, Tim Patrick, Terrace Marshall, Hunter Renfro, and Elijah Moore, my top five wide receiver ads, and they're all readily available. Um, and he, all under 30% owned. So you can go out and grab these guys for sure. A lot easier than the running back spot. Deeper league ads. There were a bunch of injuries uh, and multiple injuries to wide receivers in the same on the same team. We had the Giants. Uh, they lost Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton in that game. And Kenny Galladay was banged up. Uh, so keep an eye on their statuses for week four. Also, uh, Deontay Johnson was ruled out before the game, but then Juju Smith-Schuster left the game for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I know Ben Rosberger looks like a sack of rubble out there, but uh, if there there should be targets to go around. I'm not sure that Najee Harris is going to see you know a dozen plus targets every week. So deeper league ads. Darius Tony, the rookie, two percent owned, saw a little uptick. Uh, he seems to be playing that slot role. So if Shepard's out, Tony is is a guy that that needs to be add added, especially in deeper leagues. Number two is James Washington. He's the outside guy, so if Deontay Johnson's out there, is where that correlation and he's 1% owned. They get the Packers this week. Ray Ray McLeod, yes, we got a Ray Ray McLeod uh, mentioned on this show. He was the slot receiver filling in for Juju when he left the game. He's 1% owned. Number four on this list is Freddie Swain uh, from the Seahawks. Tyler Lockett looked, man, it looked like a bad injury. Then he ended up coming back into the game. But speculative ad, if you just wanted, if you have an open round spot, you don't want to spend any fab, this is a guy just kind of tack on. Make sure that that Lockett's good to go because if he's not, Swain could be the guy. But again, deep leagues only. And number five, deeper leagues, Colin Johnson, uh, who is now on the Giants and filled in for that Darius Slayton role um, with with his injury. So he's owned in zero leagues right now, but um, tougher matchup against the Saints. So again, deeper league ads, Tony, Washington, McLeod, Swain, and Johnson. So for those of you out there in some deep leagues, want to give you guys some love. Moving on to the tight end. Uh, streamers, Evan Ingram, uh, like what I saw from him, even though his snap share was limited in his first game back, he still saw six targets and played half the snaps. Uh, he's 40% owned. I talked about him on waiver wire sniping. This is your last chance. If you want to get out of, of streaming, I think Ingram can be an every week play, um, while he's healthy. So Evan Ingram's number one, number two is Tyler Conklin from the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, he had four targets in each of the in each game in week one and two. Then he saw eight targets on Sunday in week three, put up seven for 70 and one. I don't think those are going to be his week to week numbers, but I do like the fact that he's getting some some looks and he's clearly the passing down tight end for the Minnesota Vikings and not splitting time with anybody in that role. So he's number two on this list. He's only four percent owned. He gets the Browns this week. Uh, in that same game, number three on this list is Austin Hooper. He only had three targets, but he found the end zone last week. Uh, and as long as Jarvis Landry is out. Uh, you can look for these secondary targets on the Browns right now at Minnesota, 49% on, but I go with Conklin uh, in that game as far as if I was trying to stream and number four, I don't know if he's more of a streamer or a stash, but we saw Pat Fryermuth again, find that he found the end zone, saw five targets out targeted uh, uh, Evan e- or Evan <laughs> Eric Ebron. Sorry guys. Uh, forgettable name. And uh, Frymuth, I think is a guy that could start down the stretch here. Now, again, that offense is not putting up the numbers that we would like. Uh, so he's a little bit more of a speculative ad. Uh, I would, I don't know how deep a league you need to be in to stream him, but um, there you go. Ingram, Conklin, Hooper are my streaming tight ends. And then number four, Fryermuth as more of a stash, but I like what I saw so far out of him. One other name that isn't on this list and isn't even on the screen. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, Gerald Everett was dropped in a lot of leagues. He saw five targets on Sunday. Um, so hopefully that's a little bit more of a bounce back. He's right at, I think he's 52% owned right now. So 
you could take a shot on Everett. I would prefer him over Hooper for sure. Um, and probably over Conklin still. So uh, if you, if, for me, if you added Everett to this group, it'd be Ingram, Everett, Conklin, um, Hooper. So, and I, I added DSTs per request. So I appreciate you guys reaching out. Um, I added three DSTs here for you guys. I'm going to add these to waiver wire sniping as well on Saturdays. Again, YouTube only waiver wire sniping. Some of these names would have already been on your roster. Uh, if you were checking out waiver wire sniping on Saturday morning, YouTube only. Uh, so streamers, number one is the Titans. They get the Jets this week. Can't go wrong with the Jets matchup on any DST. The Titans are only 14% owned in Yahoo leagues right now. This is a must add because not only do they get the Jets in week four, they get the Jags in week five back to back rookie QBs for this Texans defense. It's not a great unit, but they have been, they have been playing a little bit better after that debacle week one and really a tough first half for them against uh, the Seahawks in week two. Uh, so the Titans DST is by far and away my favorite ad this week. Again, Jets this week, Jags in week five, 14% owned. Titans, your top streamer. Number two is the Saints. They get the Giants at, at home, uh, 47% owned. And number three is the Bengals. Again, not a great unit, but they get Trevor Lawrence, who loves to throw interceptions, uh, 3% owned are the Cincinnati Bengals. So, all right, there you have it. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in to today's show. Again, stay subscribed. You got the War Zone coming at you on Wednesday with Memphis and Jerry, and I'll be right back here uh, with some start sits Thursday night. Again, you can check it out on the podcast on Friday morning, but if you want to join the show live, 7 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube, a ton of great questions. If you if you bring them, we'll answer them. Uh, we pretty much spent the first 20 minutes of the show last week taking questions. and was awesome hearing from you guys. So I uh, appreciate you guys checking out the show. You guys take it easy. Stay safe. We'll catch you later in the week.